Welcome back, everyone, to All Met Sports Talk with Coach Sherm. Very excited about my interview today. Uh, before I get to that, just wanted to, again, thank Dylan Long from Annapolis Area Christian School for coming on last week. Got a lot of good feedback from him. He's a great young man, great in the classroom and on the court. Very proud of him and, and looking forward to seeing what he does uh, this year and, and moving forward. Before we get started with the interview, just a reminder to follow us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, All Met Sports Talk, on Twitter, at All Met Talk. And if you have any uh, suggestions or questions or comments, feel free to email allmetsportstalk at gmail.com. As always, wanted to give a special shout out to Preston Suggs at King P. Suggs on Instagram for the music, for the intro and outro music. So thank you very much. Uh, so let's jump right into this interview. Going to be interviewing my boss today, Coach Frick Frierson from Chapelgate Christian Academy. Uh, one of the greats in the DMV. A long career here at Chapelgate, and and before that, obviously, had a lot of great talent there. Won some championships, and I will say this, Coach, um, as we get started here, I had said to my wife last week as as we've been practicing, you know, one of the and actually some other coaches who have been on the show. One of the things I enjoy most is it doesn't matter how successful you are as a coach; it's always fun to learn. Uh, from other coaches. And I made a comment to my wife last week is I've talked about my wife on here before being a basketball player, but I mentioned a, something that you had said in practice or something you had taught that I'd never seen taught that way. And it was during a shell drill. And my wife said, yeah, it's interesting. I didn't really learn that until college. So, so, uh, <laughs> so these kids are being taught, you know, things that, that college kids are being taught. They're being taught by you at the high school level, which is really fun, fun to watch and to learn from you. So welcome to the show, Coach. Thank you, Coach. It's a privilege to be here. And it's great to have you on our coaching staff, too. That's going to be really fun. It is. So talk about where you grew up and, and how you got to this area. Let's, let's kind of go through it. I always like to ask uh, the coaches that come on just kind of their, their history, where they grew up their inspiration, you know, getting into the game and, and kind of what led them to where they are now, uh, their coaching and work history. Well, yeah, so I, uh, I don't know how much time you have. I'm kind of old, but <laughs> I grew up in Columbia, South Carolina. And uh, I don't know if you guys keep up with high school basketball down there, but it, uh, high school basketball in South Carolina is, is particularly in the Columbia area is really good. The 2019 draft had the top two guys were both from um, South Carolina high school. So mm -hmm. I got into basketball when I was young and really enjoyed playing. I'm the youngest of six kids. Um, then uh, from Columbia, I, I stayed in South Carolina. I got into education. My first teaching job was actually in a psychiatric hospital where I mm -hmm. taught for two years. And then from there, I went to, uh, that was in Greenville, South Carolina. And then from there, I moved back to Columbia. I uh, got married with uh, to Amy, as you know. And in Columbia, I taught school at the Department of Juvenile Justice. So my teaching career is a little different than some people's. But at the Department of Juvenile Justice is where I, I started coaching for the first time. I coached three seasons there, but was really it was part of uh, a drug education program. So we would play in the, the, the high schools, but it was part of a bigger program. And I think just growing up that way and teaching that way is kind of what, you know, I was always looking for a way to kind of integrate my faith into sports. And uh, 
coaching there at, at, and teaching there um, gave me an opportunity to do that. And then from there, I went to a public school and was an administrator and a teacher, uh, but did not coach. I was actually still playing in men's leagues till we moved to Maryland in mm-hmm. 1999. And uh, we moved up here to help. Um, Amy's parents, um, they lived next door to her, her door, her sister had, one of her sisters had MS. So we moved up to help them. They had a little boy. And so we moved across the street right where we are in Laurel now. So for uh, what we called the compound. So when I came to Chapelgate, that's, that's what brought us to Chapelgate. And, and it was my first time to be at a Christian school, but really felt like it would be a great fit for me to to come to the school. So I coached JV from 2000 to 2004 and then started coaching varsity after that. So that's, a, I guess that's a brief overview of where I'm at, where I came from. Yeah. So, and, and been here ever since. So your 20th year at Chapel Gate or 20, yeah. 20, 21st, 21st year. Yep. Wow. 16 years coaching varsity and those J in addition to those JV years. So, it's been a great, uh, great place for me and my family. Yeah, and all four of your kids graduated from Chapelgate, and all four went on to play college athletics. Yeah, we we started out we started out homeschooling first because Chapelgate was grades six through twelve. At one time, we had four kids under four, so they're all real close together. <laughs> so it made made it easy to do homeschooling. Then with Chapelgate starting at sixth grade, it just gave you know natural. Uh, flow into just I'm their carpool and they started coming and all of them went and graduated Chapelgate, including his little nephew that was living next door. Mm-hmm. He he came up with us too. So they all went to Chapelgate from sixth through twelfth grade. That's great. And so your daughter played soccer in college, correct? Yeah, Lydia's our second, uh, third child. She she played a little bit of basketball. We we, are, we live on a corner here where there's a big neighborhood and a lot of kids and stuff. So we played a lot of sports, but the soccer, the basketball is kind of what stuck. And she got into soccer. She played, played at Chapelgate. And then she went to, um, we have obviously ties in South Carolina. So a couple of, three of them went to school in South Carolina and the other one went in Georgia. But Lydia played at Charleston Southern University, the Buccaneers. And uh, she played soccer. And even though Chapelgate doesn't have a track team at that time, uh, when she got down there, she, she also ran track. And, and a little bit of cross country. So she played soccer and track down there. Okay. And now she is actually, uh, she was coaching here in the area, but now she's actually our assistant AD at Chapel Gate. Wow. And the, and the head soccer coach. So yeah. she's, she's back at the school, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. It all comes full circle. And then all yes. three of your boys play basketball in college. Yeah. Uh, Nathan's the oldest. Nathan graduated uh, 2011, I guess, 2011 from Chapelgate. And then he went to uh, a school in Georgia called Covenant College. He played played there. Uh, Gordy was our second uh, son. And he went for a year to – after he graduated from – I guess he graduated 2013. And then he went to Houghton College in western New York and played there for a year. But he, he then transferred back to, to Columbia International University, which is in Columbia, South Carolina. So he then he played there. Now he actually works in the athletic department at CIU there. 
So he he stayed down there. He, he he met his wife there. So we probably won't ever see him again. And then uh, <laughs> and then Matthew is uh, Nathan's working in the D.C. area. He's married now, the oldest one. And then Matthew, my youngest, he graduated in 2015. He he also went to South Carolina for school. Played at the Citadel, and uh, right now he's playing. As you know, he's playing in Brazil in the MBB. Uh, down in Brazil, so that's what they're doing. Yeah, very cool. It's a and lot of fun. I'm sure. They all graduate. He's yeah, parent. Yeah, bigger kids, bigger <laughs> problems. Try to <laughs> try to be a friend at least. Yeah, well, that's that's very special. And you've had a lot of success at Chapel Gate, so let's talk about that because you've won several championships and uh, you know coached the team from the C conference up to the B conference. So talk about some of those championships that you've won. Well, two two of them were back to back. Two thousand ten MIAA championships. You know that's the ultimate goal yeah. there. And we we've played. We were in the uh, in the Maryland Christian School tournaments a good bit. Won a couple of those, several of those. But the MIAA is always the prize, I guess. And we we uh, we won twice. Two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. But the crazy thing about that is both of those were on my oldest son's birthday. Believe it or not. <laughs> His birthday present for two years running was an MIAA championship. <laughs> well, he'll never so get a greater really present than that. That's right. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And to have, to have my kids, you know, coaching your kids could be can be tough. Mm-hmm. But um, we, I would, I would try to let the assistant coaches talk to them, and then mm-hmm. I would talk to them on the way home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that seemed to work pretty good. Yeah. And then last year, you guys are right there. You lose to Curly, who ends up uh, winning the championship, but you lose to them in the semifinals. Very tough, tough semifinal game, hard fought. I uh, just kept battling back the whole game and, and just couldn't get over the hump. But uh, you end up returning, we, I should say, end up returning yep. uh, <laughs> returning almost that entire roster. You lose a, a, a great piece in Jordan Prelude. Uh, who's at Lancaster Bible this year? Obviously, was you know um, all MIAA last year and a great yeah. player. But you return four start, or if I guess you return, or we return five of the top six players from last year. So talk yeah. about this team because I, I mean, I, you know, we've been talking to a couple of these guys and it just kind of we're hanging on, hoping to have a season. But I mean, just a very, very special core group of guys that you ha- that we have this year. I keep saying you because it's your team, coach, but that we have this year. So, uh, so talk about this team that we have here. You're going to be the difference maker. <laughs> I hope but so. We, but um, yeah, last year's team was really good. We that last game against Curly, you know, you always unless you win the whole thing, you usually lose your last game, which is that kind of sticks in your probe. So I still that game's still kind of on our mind. We we just got off to a terrible start. Curly was playing great and uh, we just got behind early and, and never got back. But so that was semifinal. So this year we were thinking, you know, we'll have these guys back and real excited about you know, I'm sure these other MIAAB coaches don't want to hear this, but we thought, you know, we we're gonna be super competitive and, and have a chance to win the whole thing this year. So We've been watching how this season was going to play out. And um, as you know, it's not, you know, we're not going to have our regular season. But we love, we love our team. And 
uh, our team, I, I like to say that our guys like to be coached. They, they want to get better. Um, they listen. Uh, it's just a great bunch of guys. I mean, I, I just feel really blessed to coach them. But we got a really good team. You know, Jax Felder is a junior, but he's a three-year varsity player. And he's, he's coming back. He's a really good player. And then D.T. Hamilton um, is another guard. He's a really good defender. He and Jax are not to, to divulge too many secrets, but they, we, you know, we let them play full court man to man. And, mm-hmm. uh, cause they can just keep guys in front of them the whole length of the court. So they're tough players. Zach Knox is coming back and he's, he seems stronger to me this year, bigger and stronger. He's six, four, probably was 185. And then we have, uh, Sehu Bergen, who's, a, who's another big kid, six, five, uh, about 250 depending on a day yeah. but he's he worked on his skills as you've seen too and, he, and he's a, a real tough shooter good player and then Lance Richards who played last year 6'6 six, six, um, just a really good shooter so uh, kind of seeing where he's going to come he's uh, rehabbing his knee but um, so he's you know we're, we're still as you know checking him out seeing if he can get in the game but Mm-hmm. Um, and we got Bryce Jackson, who's returning, and uh, we had one one transfer. You, as you start to pick up a lot of this Chappaquiddick basketball culture, we we use this expression "build them from building from the bottom up." So most of our guys have been there for a while, but Keon Wright transferred in from Pilates. So excited to have him too. Uh, I won't run through the whole roster, but they That's all okay. mean a lot to us. And well, you got that. You got that other big too. That you know with Timmy. Um, who's very yeah, exciting, Timmy great Yaki's, future. Oh, yeah, he's going to be really good. He played real well this morning, by the way. <laughs> Did a good. nice job at our practice. He's sixth, 10th grader and yeah. uh, sophomore. So, um, But the fun thing about Chapel Gate is because they start early, and, and other coaches have this at schools, but and then plus when you're old, too, you get to know these families really well. Mm-hmm. So you got brothers on there. You got um, grandparents on there that you know. Uh, it's just it's fun when you connections with the families down through the years. Yeah, and a kid like Jax, Jax has been at Chapelgate since sixth grade, right? Yes. Yeah. So we our, a lot of our off season stuff. You had really gotten to see this cause with the COVID messing everything up, but we do our off season things together with the middle school and and the high school. So they're. They're learning a shared language with, you know, with the middle school kids are even using a lot of the same language that the varsity and JV players are using. Um, they're running the defenses. You know, we talk about, you know, we, we have instructional time during open gym. So those kids, those younger kids are sitting there listening to that. So we feel like by the time they get to ninth grade, if they've been with us, they got a high IQ and coach Trangali, our JV coach does a super job of, it's if you're a competitive person, it's easy to get sidetracked. Um, and you know this, you, you did a really nice balance of this at Pilates, but you know, you're not trying to win an eighth grade championship necessarily. You're not trying to win the JV championship. The, the, the ultimate goal is to make the varsity team the best that they can be. And coach Trangali does a great job of teaching what we, um, you know, what, what we're teaching all the way through the program. And, be honest with you, even even our middle school guys, we, we probably have, including you, you know, we, we've got coaches that could be the head coach. Coach Kravitz, Coach Richardson is our um, 
our middle school coach, he used to be the girls' varsity coach at Chapelgate. Mm-hmm. Now he's come back to join the boys' side doing the middle school. So these guys are getting, and maybe this is, maybe your your wife is, um, you know, seeing that hopefully, but these guys are getting a lot of basketball IQ stuff, we think. Yeah, absolutely. Partially because no, we know we got to be, our school is pretty small, so. Mm-hmm. We got to find every edge we can. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to educate the middle school like Jacks and get them on up there and ready to play. Yeah, I, I love watching Jacks play because one, I think you're a tremendous teacher, and I'm not just you know I, I give give the flowers when they're due. I, I'm not just saying that because you're my boss, but <laughs> but you uh, just I, I really enjoy watching you coach, and um, and all of these guys get it, you know for sure, but. Jax is that type of player where when you watch him during practice, he's he's almost doing something as you're teaching it. And I pick up on that and I say I and I just keep saying, you can tell that kid has been in this system for a while because he already knows what you're about to say when you're teaching something, just walking through it. Even if it's just being on ball side, ball side help off of a pass and, or, you know, uh, between the ball and the man is the cutting, you know, he just watching him as you're explaining it and he's just demonstrating it with before you even, you know, he's already moving into position as, as you're instructing. Um, I think it's really special to kind of see that level of basketball IQ. And like you said, I mean, it's his third year on varsity. He's, he's a junior. So, um, it's just fun to see. I, I, it's really as a, you know, I think all coaches need to be teachers and it's fun to, to kind of learn from a great like yourself and then to see kids just really grasp that, that you know when they get to the next level, that's the difference, right? I mean, that's, you know, it, everybody, everybody can score in college. Uh, heard a college coach say, everybody can score, but when I come to recruit, can they play defense? Do they have the, the knowledge of, you know, what it takes to, to – be a good defender in college to finish drills in college, things like that. And obviously the classwork as well. So I think that, yes, it's a small yeah. school, but you've managed to take that, that basketball, th- those things mean something. Yeah. And I appreciate you saying that probably overstated, but you'll, you'll, once you're with us enough, you'll see that I recycle some of these jokes, but one of them is eight, eighth period is basketball. I mean, we want it to be like the class. And Coach Tregali and I, Coach Kravis, we talk about that. We're, we want to be a teacher, not – if we have to beg a varsity player to play, then he's probably at the wrong school. And, mm-hmm. and if we have to yell at him – and everybody's different, but we do try to make it like a class so that we're, you know, we're teaching in the class and, and students are going to be respectful of their teacher and teachers are going to be respectful of their students. And so we do – I appreciate you saying that because that's – that's what we're trying to do is make it a teaching time. Mm-hmm. So if they're willing to work hard, if they have a good attitude and they're willing to work, then we're going to teach a, you know, a content, a body of knowledge, which is the chapel gateway of playing. Yeah. So, that, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Jack's really embodies that because, like you said, he's been there since the sixth grade. Yeah. The other thing, and I'm, I'm going to tell you I picked up on this, um, I had a college coach come into the gym we were kind of talking afterwards. This is a couple of years ago, and he's watching. And guys, when they're running a seventeen, they're kind of cheating by by you know a foot or two, not touching the line uh, as they're running those you know side to sides. And uh, and he said to me, he said, "You will, you will never win a championship if your players do not touch the sideline when they're running a 17. 
And one thing I've noticed uh, in my short time at Chapelgate, I have not seen one guy yet. And we, I mean, we run those all practice long. I've not, and I watch, yeah. and I've not seen one guy yet try to cheat it. Every, and they're going like a foot or two over the line to make sure that they touch the line. And it's, it's little things like that that I pick up on where I'm like, man, these kids are really, they respect Coach Frierson. They respect the program they, and they respect the grind. And they understand, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll never forget a few episodes back, uh, Devin Judd, who played football at Harvard, I had the chance to coach him and, and mentor him growing up. He said, for him, he said, you have to love the grind more than you love the game. And, um, and that's just stuck with me. I've never, you know, never thought about that, but this is part of it, right? Like, you know, you have to touch that sideline. That's part of the grind. You have to love that part of it. The game is just the end result of that discipline and that, that, that grind that you do during practice. Yeah. And cause you know, that's why you, you were such a good fit for us. If, if our only goal, which it is, is we want to win in my double-A championship. But I've been doing this a long time. We've only won it twice. Does that mean a process, there's a journey, and there's so many lessons in the journey and developing a culture for a team. And hopefully what you're seeing is integrity, which is a character quality that we want to instill in kids. And uh, it's part of their education. It's part of coming to Chapelgate, you know, the, the Sometimes you hear extracurricular activities and co-curricular activities. Well, we, we want Chapelgate basketball to be a co-curricular, part of the curriculum, where you're, you're reinforcing what's being, what's being taught in the school. You, we're free to integrate our faith into the basketball. So it should play out in kids and, and adults, but people's lives in the way they practice, in the way that they go to class, in the way they talk to people. So – and this team, too, is just a really unique team. I mean, all these guys, they really do like to work hard. You know that from this summer, we couldn't do much of anything except wear a mask and be 15 people, 15 feet apart and rebound for each other. But we did tons of individual workouts over the off offseason um, because they want to be in the gym. They, just, they, they, they want to play. They want to yeah. be in the gym. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's – that little illustration you gave hopefully plays out in a thousand different ways as these guys are going through basketball and going through life. Yeah, absolutely. And don't want to keep you too much longer. I know we're running out of time here and I definitely appreciate your time today, but I will say that that JV team is, is really looking good too. I mean, they had, there's a lot of talent down there and, um, and, yeah. So I appreciate you mentioning them as well because I think that there there's just there's something special brewing here. I mean, it's been brewing. It's a culture that you've spent the last twenty years building. Um, so I shouldn't say something brewing. I think it's already been brewed. It's just you know we're just keeping it warm. So, <laughs> uh, but it's a right. great culture there, and, exactly. and yeah. <laughs> Uh, and as you said before, you know, it takes years yeah. to, to years to build culture, and uh, you know, one bad day to ruin it. So. Um, one thing yeah, you do, yeah. coach, that I no, like. I, I'm sorry, say it again, coach. Oh, I was just agreeing with you. Yeah, it, that you can spend all. I, I tell these kids, you'll hear all this stuff because I, it's you run a four year cycle of everything you say, pretty much at this point. Mm-hmm. But not that you can't learn new things, and and that's a part of the culture too. Lifelong learner, changing things. But um, but anyway, no, I, I didn't want to cut you off. But uh, we it, it, that that's that's just 
it's part of our school fabric. You know, we're trying to integrate our faith into what we're doing in the basketball. So, yeah. Anyway. And I'll add this in before I get to these quick hitters. You, you definitely, you know, coming to Chapelgate, you're going to get a great Christian education. Uh, you know, you're definitely led by a great man of God, you know, as a head coach, who's going to, who's going to love you hard and coach you hard. So, um, you know, I'm very happy to be part of this, part of this journey with you. And I appreciate the opportunity. Oh, we're so glad you're here. You know, this was the second year we tried to get you. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go, I had to go win my own championship first. So <laughs> You have turned us down before. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, so one thing you do with your team, so this is going to be, I have uh, four questions I'm going to ask you and, and coach does not know these questions ahead of time. Um, so the, the first question I'm going to ask you is um, something that you do with your team that I think is great. This is another thing. Uh, if I ever get a head coaching job, I'm going to steal from you. You have a book that you, you do a book club with the team. So this year we're reading as a team, we're reading the hard hat. And I, but I want to ask you your three favorite books that you've done with your team uh, over the years. So what are your, your top three books that you've done as, as the team book club? Okay. And yeah, we call that the yellow jacket minute. So we'll read, like we read another chapter today and they're very short books. I mean, <laughs> and there's lots of pictures in big print, but here, here they are. The first, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say that these are in order, but the three tops would be athletic perfection, which is a great book about, a Christian perspective on athletics. And then the other was uh, the one we're doing this year. I really like the hard hat book. It's about a, a lacrosse player from Maryland who went to Cornell and uh, we're studying what kind of teammate he was. And then last year we did a book called the coffee bean, which was about is a great story about a guy named Damon West. And it's just his story about uh, how he ended, actually ended up in prison but just the life lessons that, that he had. So those, those would be the top three books. Okay, great. So everybody go check those out. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited about reading the hard hat myself. I mean, it's a great, um, great story that I'm, I'm enjoying, enjoying it already. The next question, your three favorite memories from coaching. Uh, well, let's see, I guess the two MIAA championships would be one and mm-hmm. two. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, I wish there were three, but there's only two. So the other one would be last year's team. There's a ton of them over the course of the years, but, uh, last year we played in the Mount Hebron Christmas tournament, won the Mount Hebron Christmas tournament and it came down to the last possession of the game and we won. So I'd say that one's up there because Mount Hebron, as you know, is right down the street. And so there's a lot of all kinds of connections and rivalries and all that kind of stuff. And then just the way the games were so exciting that I'd, I'd put that up there too. Yeah, that's great. We, um, you know, we, I had a coach Rusty Brown, well, call him coach B, but coach Rusty Brown on a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about PG County basketball. He spent 20 years coaching in PG County, but, mm-hmm. uh, but same thing, you know, in Howard County, I've been to several games as a fan uh, in Howard County where if you're not there an hour before you're not getting in, they sell out so quickly. So um, it's, it is fun. So that rivalry that you're talking about, you know, it's alive and well, I think that's, that's part of this area, you know, the whole DMV and Baltimore area. I mean, it's just, there's nothing like high school basketball 
and just the, you know, the, the buzz that, that goes through the gym when that, when that ball goes up in the air. Yeah. Well, I was, you, I was talking about Columbia high school basketball, but yeah. And you, I guess you were there. We were talking about this in our yellow jacket meet a minute things, but yeah, DMV basketball is best in the country. I mean, you private mm-hmm. school, public school, this is where it's at. So I tell our, I remind our players at how high level of high school basketball they're playing. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Coach, next question. Got two left. Your starting five NBA all-time. Starting five. Wow. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Well, everybody talks about Michael Jordan, LeBron James being the two greatest players, so we'll put them on there for sure. Um, I'd say Will Chamberlain needs to be on there. 50 points a game, 100 points in a game. We'll throw him on there. Steph Curry, greatest shooter of all time. We'll mm-hmm. put him in there. And well, this might be more of a favorite, but greatest ball handler of all time, Pete Maravich. I'll put him on there. Okay. That's a tough <laughs> five, Coach. I like That's it. That's my five. All right. I like <laughs> that five. And then the last question, this is this is a very personal question. So five dinner guests, dead or alive, people you, you have known or have not. Oh, that's probably pretty easy. Uh, my wife and my four kids. There you go. That. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, I teed that one up for you, I guess. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'll, I won't be in the doghouse. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, good one. I like that, Coach. Good stuff. All right, everybody. Coach, thank you so much. Uh, thanks for coming on and thanks for taking this time. I know it's it's busy time of year. We're right in the middle of it. So appreciate you carving out, uh, you know, 40 minutes for me here. Good luck, obviously. <laughs> I'm, I'm wishing you all the luck in the world being yeah. a part of it. So we'll see what, right. what happens. Thank and uh, We love having you with us, Coach. Well, thanks. I love being there. It's, it's a great spot. And I, I love, uh, as I said before, I love learning from you. So, uh, it, it's definitely a lot of fun. I love the kids. It's a great, great, great group of kids. And, and it's just, I, I'm having time of my life. So I appreciate you having me and I'll see you at practice tomorrow. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks everyone. Again, please remember to follow us on social media. Again, all met sports talk on Twitter, all met talk and, uh, email all met sports talk at gmail.com. We will be back next week with another guest. Thanks again to Coach Frierson for coming on the show, and we'll see you next week. Take care.